A show created by Nathan Fielder and Benny Safdie was recently released on Paramount Plus and Showtime called The Curse. Today's episode, we're going to do a review and a deep dive of the show as we've both watched every episode of it and have a lot to talk about and a lot to theorize about that particular show. And while we give our analysis and overview, we'll also be highlighting some work from the creators, Nathan Fielder and Benny Safdie. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics, current news, and relevant subjects with philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. A little bit different episode than we usually do. Um, so, <coughs> I've been a Nathan Fielder fan for quite a while. Um, as far as the Safdie brothers go... I liked Good Time. Uh, it was a movie that I watched bec- when because when I read about it, everybody that talked about it talked about it as the project that would serve as the resurgence for Robert Pattinson. Yes. And obviously, I wanted to know what that would look like considering the fact that at the time... I knew he was going to be the next Batman, but I didn't know... I didn't know how that would be why we we hadn't seen him play batman yet and but i did have high hopes because i remember saying to people because there were a lot of people were like oh the dude from twilight and i was like yeah but you have to factor in like when an actor is having that resurgence yeah like we've seen brad pitt have like we've seen matthew mcconaughey have like when they when those they're in that mode they tend to do great work he had that type of year it was it was a good time then the or that type of resurgence because i don't know if it was in the same year it was good time it was the lighthouse yeah you're like holy shit exactly okay, this guy could do it the batman and then now oh, this then the year batman, he's yeah. gonna be in a movie where where he's uh it, it's directed by the guy that directed uh uh parasite and uh, he's like he plays like a clone. He's like a clone. oh shit yeah. But that's that's all like we know about the project is I think it's called Mickey Seven or something like that. Some enemy shit. So I, I don't know, <laughs> but but yeah. So that's my point is like, but so I watched the movie and like not only did I think he had a good performance, but I was I I was very enthralled with the direction of the movie and and how it was directed. Yeah. And it turned out that he sought the Safdie brothers to be in that movie. Oh. He went after them. He was like because of some other project that they did that he saw that that he liked. And then obviously we know the great work that they did with Uncut Gems, which yes. was a huge snub. It was Sandler, like that was that was a crazy snub, 
And then for me, I've been a fan of, of Nathan Fielder's work. I've seen all of Nathan for you. I've seen all of the rehearsal. Um, and then so naturally when I heard of this show, The Curse, yeah. I was like, Nathan Fielder, Benny Safty, one of the Safty brothers. And then the trailer was so... What's the word? What's obscure? Like it's just like yeah. is ambiguous. It was just like, man, what is this a horror show? Is it comedy? What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know about it. So it was funny because you. Oh yeah, so we were planning a, a like a like a little trip. Uh, with with uh, it was me, you, Vince. So we decided, uh, fuck it, let's have breakfast. Uh, and talk about it. See like what what ideas work and i remember we're eating joking talking about shit and once we're done like fuck it let's finish planning at my house yeah so i have the tv on and you're like oh you got to check this show out the curse yeah and at that point i want to say it was maybe one or two episodes in yeah yeah and 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 you're like it's it's weird because i can't you you would tell me like i can't stop watching it it's like it's it's one of those shows where if somebody asks you why you like it, it, at first it's hard to pinpoint why. It's, a, it's one of those shows where it's like, this is interesting, it's enthralling, and it's very well made from a technical aspect. But why am I so entertained by it? And then as the show progresses, it becomes more and more clear. Yeah. Yeah. And so and and the first episode kind of alludes to so a lot things. of what's going to take place, but yeah. you don't know how things are going to unfold completely. Yeah. Yeah, so and, and and then like the it's it's like and it's weird the way I like the way it was directed, but it's weird in the way that because it's very like reality TV like or like like uh, almost like voyeuristic, but with reality TV moments. Since they have a reality TV on the show, it's uh, Nathan Fielder and Emma Stone are the ones that have the reality TV. It's like an eco-friendly yeah. house living uh, thing. It's it's the moments where they're like pretending on camera, and then the camera says cut, and then then they're like having their conversation afterwards and like the weirdness of of that or like the the uncomfortable cringiness of like what is real do you motherfuckers realize you're living like a real life or which one is your real life because like even them they're like there was a part where they're arguing by the house people are passing they're they're having a debate about something like that they're not agreeing on People pass. Oh hi! Hey hey! Oh, we're good. We're the show's great. Yeah. And so th- th- they, they put on the facade. Yeah, the facade, and it's like that was so well acted. Uh, Emma Stone's reactions. Yeah. Emma Stone did a fantastic job. Yeah, like Emmy nomination yeah. type job. Benny Safdie did a really good job too. I feel Nathan Fielder did a good job, but I think I feel that it's in line with the characters he's played before. So it's like, okay, well, you're sort of like a deadpan humor. Yeah, type. and so it works. 
it works, and and he did a good job at doing that. But it was not like uh, it didn't test him as much as I feel it tested uh, Benny Safdie. Because <laughs> I felt mean, Benny Safdie's character was a bit humorous. Yeah. But like the 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 attire and the way he was and like how like sometimes he'll just Definitely like detach like an a, a eccentric character. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then like if you notice, anytime shit got like deep or or anything, like like I remember when Nathan Nathan's character Asher is trying to like uh, apologize to him about like how the friendship's been going or whatever, is that he doesn't want to he he detaches, but like the detachment is hilarious. Yeah. So like when he's talking about his wife dying in the car accident or whatever, and he's talking to that chick that he was on a date with, and then like he just stops talking. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like he detached, but it, it, it he played him very well, and 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 then seeing him in other movies, it's like, bro, you went from he has range, yeah, the yeah, the brother does. in Good Time, you never go full retard, to to um I, I forgot what 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 scientist in Oppenheimer, uh, who was with with uh, Oppenheimer, but like this the scientist that he plays, I forget his name, uh, he was the, like one of the guys that was like in the uh hydrogen bomb program. Like that to that to then this it's like you know you said uh, range and 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 like and and then like the characters they don't you don't feel like you're seeing him no yeah he gets lost in the character yeah so so he's a hell of an actor but yeah uh, for sure Emma Stone I would say that was a standout yeah and 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 a lot of people were saying why would Emma go to a show on Showtime like what who the fuck would do that but like now watching everything. Well, seeing who was attached to it, because see, when you're in the world, like you said, the the sole purpose of why you even gave a fuck about like seeing the show, yeah, was you're like, wait a minute, Nathan Fielder and one of the Safety brothers, yeah, because if it was like, if if I just saw the trailer and <coughs> it didn't say that it was created by Nathan Fielder and Benny Safty, yeah. I probably still would have watched it because I saw who was in it. I would have gave it a shot. But now let's say it didn't say it was created by them and it wasn't those people. I might not have even like given it a shot. But because once I saw that it was a show created by Benny Safdie and Nathan Fielder, even if they had different actors, I still would have watched it. Because I would have been like, man, like them two together. And it's interesting because I saw an interview where Benny Safdie, he talked about their styles of of uh, filmmaking and creating and it was interesting because in a way the Safdie brothers their style of 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 uh filmmaking is quite different than Nathan Fielder's like yes they and and th- these are his words he said that me and my brother Benny Safdie he's like we create stuff and like we try to make scripted material feel like reality. Yeah. He's like Nathan makes unscripted re- uh, uh, material. He makes reality feel scripted, and and like and it was like a, a a weird fusion of the two styles that really do work very well together. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. gives you a completely unique experience. Yeah, because uh, so. The uncomfortableness that you get, like uh, for example, like in, in in Good Time, like when when uh, Benny Safdie's uh, character is like talking to the psychiatrist or psychologist, whichever one, and then uh, Robert Pattinson's character comes in, 
the way the camera's like zoomed in to them, it feels like you almost feel like getting it's off tense. your seat. Like it's what the tense, fuck? Yeah. yeah. But and, there was a lot of that in Uncut Gems as well. Yes. And in Uncut Gems, that happened a lot. So I felt like we had that feeling with Nathan Fielder's reality TV like lens. And so then it, it was like the cringiness of both of their the their ways of, of uh doing like their art or their movies or their shows. It like it meshed together. Yeah. And so 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 then it was like there were certain angles that they would use where it felt like like you shouldn't be hearing this conversation. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and that was what was so like almost as if you're eavesdropping. Yeah. 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 And it was very unique. Very yeah. unique. But because it, and and what's funny is their conversations that those particular characters wouldn't want the outside world to hear. Yes. And that's what's and, and that's what's cool. And it wasn't done with a gimmick of like a hot mic or anything. It was just done with the techniques of unique filmmaking, where it's like, no, this is a world where people operate with these these veneers and how they are in private is quite different from what they show the world. Yeah. And now aside from how well the show was made from a technical aspect, I I told you as as I saw the show progress, and I remember because at the time it was only on the second episode, and I was like, man, I don't know. I mean, I remember vividly telling you because we were it was me, me, you, and Vince, and I was like, I was like, I don't know if that this show is gonna like go in the direction I think, but I was like, man, I feel like this show is kind of like sending <coughs> shots at like certain type of people. Yes. And then as the show progressed, it definitely was. It became very evident. I was like, oh yeah, like I see I see what they're doing. Yeah. And so basically spoilers. Wanna, <laughs> yeah, kind so of, kind so, of spoilers. So, yeah, so sort of spoilers, but 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 basically the show serves as like the backdrop of the show is sort of uh it's sort of a satire of of a lot of like this really left wing progressive woke ideology when it comes to when it comes to like being eco friendly yeah. and in what when it comes to not wanting uh, to criminalize criminalize criminals when it comes to uh, even even it, 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 uh, the scene early on in the season when they go to the when they go to the the what's the what's the, the word for the the doctors that for women women that are gonna have a baby uh not the i don't shit i wouldn't know prenatal yeah baby I, I, there's another word but that that's good enough but uh the baby docs <laughs> but and then and then how uh, they ask and that was like one of those cringeworthy moments where they ask uh emma stone's character if she's had a uh an abortion oh, yeah. <laughs> And, and and so that makes you feel like did she abort like one of Nathan's children or did like did she just have an abortion before? Yeah. Or, I mean Nathan's character, his character's name is Asher. But my point is, even that, like her being like a lefty woman having had an abortion before, yeah. it was like multiple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or, it, it, was, it well, was multiple. Well, no. So she's like, oh, you've had because I think the the nurse or the doctor because her primary doctor wasn't there that day. Right. She's like, oh, you've been here before, but it's like it, it left it open ended. Like, wait, 
before as in like several times oh, or yeah. one time. And then Asher's character is like the type of guy who will like hear them. Like, oh, I didn't hear it. Yeah. I'm in. I love her. I'm in denial. Yeah. She's my queen. And and then and then how and then how uh, she didn't want to answer whether or not she's had an, abo- an abortion before. But then she ultimately answers. And then how she was so ideological about like they're building these houses and they're trying to turn a profit, but she's ideological about the class of the the type of person and their their political leanings, who the house is sold to. Yeah. Then <laughs> Dean Kane comes out and it's just like once I saw him, because I'm like, this is not like a guy that's getting like all type of roles nowadays. Yeah. And like, you know, I know Dean Kane. I follow him on, on, on X and like I I, I, I I've been following him because I've always thought like where he stands politically is interesting for being a Hollywood actor. And then when he comes out, I was like, okay, I see they're trying to like say something (laughs) with this show. And what I got from it and I found interesting, I feel like Nathan is starting to go the route of like an alternate version of Jordan Peele. Somebody that comes from the... The world of Comedy Central, yeah. but is is a truly like great creator, a yeah. great artist, and wants to use not just comedy but like other genres to tell or give like certain messages. Except Jordan Peele's message tends to be like more of a left leaning message, yeah. and I'm not gonna go as far as say that what Nathan is saying on this show is like right wing or any or benny safety they're trying to be on some right wing stuff but they're definitely poking fun at left wingers yeah yeah uh, uh, it's almost like you're you, you don't they didn't make the show uh, lean any way but it kind of let the characters make fun of themselves right like but but more than that though like it was it because it, it, it wasn't like it, it was definitely I'm per like when you have the way they're making fun of art and the way they're making fun of like the like progressives and how they try to be accepting of everything and then Dean Kane's character and how he's sort of like more balanced than like like he's supposed to be like like this like awful like redneck that Whitney uh, doesn't like but, but, but he, like he's, he's like a, a super balanced guy yeah and he's into like the eco shit yeah and then, but like he's also into the native shit but he's like. Blue lives, like a guy who's like, oh, I. He doesn't really. He's not a cliche ass person. Exactly. And she don't like him though. Uh, right. And uh, what I felt was funny is like when he started talking about the natives. It's like this is in line with you, but you just well, already have a. He loves the house. Yeah. And, he, and 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 he's rocking with the natives, but you're so caught up in that he has a support blue lives. Yeah. Uh, 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 the thin blue line or whatever, yeah. like blue lives matter. You're so caught up in that that like you can't see past that and yeah. who like this guy is exactly. Yeah, and so so Emma Stone's character Whitney, she, which I think is such a interesting caricature of many people on the left that tend to be like that. Yeah, They're like like one issue people. It's like oh, if you don't agree with me on this, like. Yeah, I do away with you type shit. Yeah, and that, that's how she was, and that's actually what I was about to say. Like, she she has a tendency of like, in the show, um, not being able to accept certain things that are that just are like, 
whether it's critique on her on the temperature like who are you to tell someone what temperature they want their house yeah but you're so idealistic like about it that like that that will throw you over the edge exactly or oh the stove they they, they did away with stove. yes but we sold them the house though so they you know obviously it was made with the idea of being eco-friendly but perhaps they like this type of stove and they own their own home now but you can't get past that exactly like you want to control every aspect of them and it's like that what what type of and then and then when uh, it's funny you brought up the that stove situation because when she calls asher to let let him know that the, the the that the guy that bought the house got rid of the stove and and the it's funny the terminology she uses she's like can you imagine the privilege yeah it was like <laughs> it's like it was just so reminiscent of how like left wingers are like yeah. talking about people's privilege and like bitch your parents are like slum lords that like give you money and give you everything and you're going around talking about people's privilege yeah and, and it was funny when they had a a, a talk about something they were, they, uh, in a restaurant and then she's like yeah yeah you know the last thing i want is for like some rich kid w- w- that their parents pay for everything to move in you know and then and then uh, nathan fields character uh ash is like Oh, I see what you did there. Self-deprecation. And then she looks at him like, motherfucker, like, I wasn't trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was self-deprecating. Yeah, because she's totally, like, unaware and unaccountable. Absolutely. Yeah, like, there's no self-reflection to her character. And my point is, everything we're saying about these characters, in what other show or movie do you see characters like this portrayed? You You don't get that. Yeah, yeah. That, like, this was... The first time in a very long time that I felt like I've, I'm looking, I'm watching something different, original. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I don't know where this is going. I don't know what they're trying to say. I have to go episode to episode. This isn't like, oh, this is the next show, or oh, that's another show. I, I, I like I've watched like this one made me feel like at times unnerved, at times horrified of the shit that was being said. At times, like, uh, I, I had anxiety because, like, just the, the, what they're, what's going on. It, it was like all these emotions, and and, and like again, like the, the way it was directed, it was like because it was directed the way that it did, it made it seem like almost like a horror. Yeah, because it, it's almost like if if you put this. It, <laughs> And put it in a Michael Myers movie, it actually would go well. Like the, the some of the angles, the techniques. Like yeah. Michael Myers just standing there watching them, and then you just put the breathing because it's like you're watching these people. You're not and, supposed and, and to be it's doing so this. Wild because Nathan Fielder directed most of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. So I'd actually want to see him direct more shit. Yeah, maybe. And, and yeah, it goes back to our, our, our theory of like people who do comedy do horror very well because it, it, it's crazy. And going back to the Emma Stone thing, of course, you're going to jump on this uh, show. Like, it's the equivalent of, like, if, like, Robert Eggers and fucking Joaquin Phoenix were working on a show and they're like, hey, uh, K-Cartoon, we need you for this character. But, like, at the time, you're, like, you're big, you're Oscar now, you're Oscar winner. Like, you're not going to look at it like, oh, I'm going into TV's uh, TV show. You're going to be like, damn, Robert Eggers and Joaquin Phoenix? This is great. Yeah. Like, like it's like a guy who has range, 
like Benny Safdie, I wouldn't say Benny Safdie is, is quite Joaquin Phoenix, but he's shown that he he could, his career could go that path. And then you have you have a, a, a guy who, who who's done very well in comedy, it's very different. It's like, you're going to jump into this. If you know, like, about these people, because that's a, another thing too, is like a lot of these guys, they have that independent feel to them. Like yeah. Nathan Fielder and, and Benny Safdie, they have an independent feel to them. Like, you don't... If you know, you They're know... They're not as mainstream as, as other people. Yeah, like, in the world, they have a lot of respect. But outside of it, it's like, if you watch it, you've probably watched a, a, a Safdie Brother film, and you were like, I don't know, I didn't know that was a Safdie Brother film, unless you're into the the that type of... It would be almost world. like, like for instance, well, even Jordan Peele is, is more known, but it'd be like if... Uh, like Kerry Joji Fukunaga, like the the director of the first season of of True Detective, it'd be like okay, this is a guy from the TV world, but I remember like how great he did with that season, and then somebody great from comedy like like Shane Gillis, and yeah. like they were doing a project together. You would be like that would instantly like raise your be like okay, I gotta know what this is about, like yeah. something like that, where it'd be like. At first, it doesn't seem like it goes together. Shane Gillis maybe not the best example because he does he does stand up <laughs> comedy, but with Nathan Fielder, with Nathan for you and the rehearsal, and me loving those both of those shows, yeah. it's like okay, like I have to know what this what, is about. What this is yeah. all about? Yeah, absolutely. But uh, that's the most we're gonna say about the show. Yeah. We don't want to give too much away. We don't want to. It's too new. Yeah, it's too new. Like, yeah, but we do recommend the show. People should check it out. One and, thing, and the ending, yes. the ending is gonna. You are not. There's just no way you'll predict the ending. <laughs> yeah. That's Did you it. want to say something else? About that's it? exactly. I was like, one more thing. No matter if you think you you know what the ending's gonna be, and you guess a thousand times, you're not gonna. You will never predict, and which. Is another great thing where like to watch something that's unpredictable. And, yeah, and, and 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 like, and to be to be entertained by. Yeah, it it, w- it was such an imp- unpredictable ending. Like in, especially in in TV, that like, we just don't. I I don't feel like telling people. Like it's you have to experience it now without giving the ending away. Did you have you seen any of the rehearsal yet? No, okay. no, I have not. So, there's stuff, there's stuff, I don't know, and I guess we would talk about it more after you watch the rehearsal, but there's stuff in the rehearsal that almost makes me feel like Nathan Fielder is a big Inception fan, and then there was stuff with the final episode that was somewhat reminiscent of Inception. Yeah, of this show, of The Curse. Uh, Of The Curse. It's, yeah, I don't know what though. What 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 think? I you can, I can't really oh, say. I'll yeah. say off air because I don't yeah. want to spoil it. But but uh, I don't know. Just something to think about. Like yeah. if you go down the Nathan Fielder rabbit hole. But but uh, yeah, we recommend the curse. Uh, I think you guys are in for a cheat. So much that we felt like it was worth doing a review of the show. Uh, first time in a long time that I've been into a show where I was like I watched every episode. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I um I and, and and this is one of those projects that makes you feel excited to see 
what both guys are going to be doing next, what Nathan Phillips yeah. is going to be working on next. Like Benny Safdie, him and his brother have another movie coming out with Adam Sandler soon. Ye- and, oh, yeah, I heard, and, yeah. And Meg The Stallion is in, so I don't know what that's going to be about. Damn. But but I'm interested yeah. because of, because of you know, the work. Um, yeah, that, that, they, they're... Uh they're making some good stuff, so so I'm I'm definitely interested to see what what's the next project. Absolutely, um, I could see honestly down the road if if Benny Safdie continues his with his acting chops, I could see him getting an Oscar. Yeah. Oh yeah, he has a capacity because like in the three roles that I've seen him, and like, I also totally could different. See him and his brother getting a directing Oscar too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're talented. They're they're talented and they understand why they do what they do. They don't try. And another thing that's refreshing about the way they direct, it doesn't look like anything. Like it looks like what they envision. Yeah. You can't sit there and like try and copy other people you can you can understand what they're going for but you have to have your I have a way. degree of inspiration yeah yeah absolutely and so one thing with them is th- th- they have this uh vibe to them that when they make something you feel like you're there um and you could tell it's their like their little touch to it another thing i i found out about them a lot of people that they have on in their movies like the smaller role is first time actors because mm. like, they kind of want to go for the well just be yourself yeah so they want to immerse you into that world so like with uncut gems i think some of the jewelers that he works with oh, they've never acted they were they were they are their jewelers Very in new york so it's like it's different because it's like well this is how they are yeah and, and so now you just help them you direct them and then and then the way that you do it and the way things transpire in the movies uh, that they're in like their zoom shots and the way and the way she gets interrupted gives you like that high anxiety. So yeah. it's like I, I like that because it's like it, it's original. Very so. interesting. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in. Please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. Give us that review. Share the episode. Listen to the complete episode. And then go watch The Curse. We're out. Peace. Peace.